Well, hello from Birmingham. These Commonwealth Games approaching the halfway stage. It seems to be getting busier and busier in the city centre as the games go on. Of course, the venues dotted around the West Midlands region, but some highs of activity in the centre over the way from where I'm staying at Smithfield. Uh, the three-on-three -three basketball and the beach volleyball coming to their conclusions. Great atmospheres uh, there. As far as Team Guernsey are concerned, Tuesday was slightly quieter, definitely compared to Wednesday when we'll have lots of athletes involved in a whole range of sports. More on that in a moment. Um, but looking at what's been happening on Tuesday, really the attention was on Alexander Stadium for the first day of the athletics. And like the crowds in the centre, really good turnout for the first two sessions up there. We had three athletes in action on the opening day. And after Lucy Beer's historic silver medal over at the bowls, I guess all eyes really were on Alistair Chalmers' first appearance, the British three-time champion, star of Guernsey Athletics, and, and certainly someone coming into these games who you thought is ready to mix it with the best in the Commonwealth. Of course, a youth Commonwealth champion a few years ago. He went in the heats of the 400-metre hurdles uh, in the evening session, two of them, the top three qualifiers automatically through and the two fastest qualifiers. And his performance good enough for fourth and one of those fastest qualifying times. Some way short of his best, some way short of that island record he set just a few weeks ago. I caught up with him after the race and he explained why his build-up hadn't quite gone to plan. Yeah, Joe, I'm happy. I think I'm in the final, which is the main thing. Um, it was a good race. I mean, the crowd's electric, amazing atmosphere. Best I've ever had in my life. Um, so yeah, I think if I'm on that start line, the final anything can happen. So I've got a few days to recover, which is great. Um, and then we'll see what happens. You had a less than ideal build there. Yeah. Tell us about it? Yeah, I hate throwing it around. Of course, like excuses, but like I had COVID literally last week, so it's not been my most ideal like, lead up to the games. But you know what? Like I've worked so hard this whole year that I'm not just gonna like pull out the last minute. Like I want to come in and try and as I've done, made the final and. Anything can happen that final. You just never know. So I'm, I'm lucky that there's a few days to rest for the final. But yeah, we'll just see what happens. And how do you think your body responded out there? I'm just sure my body has lost a bit of sharpness and I mean, my immune system and all that. But hey, look, I'm here. I don't want to use that as an excuse. And it's all fair game when you're on the start line. So well done to the other guys. And yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah, it's going to be a huge occasion that final. <laughs> you're going to get yourself the start line for that. Um, you mentioned that was here before. How much are you looking forward to just stepping out on that track? Mate, honestly, like, this crowd is just different, absolutely different. And, I mean, to be out here another time is a massive kind of blessing. So, but I worked really hard to get here. And it's a shame that I'm not in my peak form and not healthy because, yeah, I would be trying to, I'd be beating these guys or kind of right there with them. So I've just got to respect that. And, as I said, like, get on that style in the final and just take it from there. That's what I mean. How are you going to prepare for it? I mean, given the circumstances, could you think something different than you could have done? Well, I mean, I was just lying in my bed for a week. Um, so, I mean, leading up to the final, just, look, just recover, man. I need all the time I can get. So luckily, it's on Saturday night, so I've got a good few days uh, to recover and kind of let my body heal a little bit. So, yeah. Alistair Chalmers talking to me in the mix zone there. So a, a gutsy performance from him, given the build-up. He's got a couple of days now to rest up before that final on Saturday night. So let's hope those extra 
hours can do him the world of good as he prepares uh, for a medal bid. As he says, anything can happen. And we wish him all the best heading into that one. Um, he wasn't the only Guernsey athlete going in the 400-meter hurdles heats. Pete Curtis went in the opening heat right there in lane three uh, with no one around him. It was a, a pretty tough draw. He gave it his all. Like Alec, he was a bit short of his personal best. But when I grabbed him afterwards, he said the experience had been somewhat overwhelming, but one he thought would be really beneficial to him. I wasn't, I knew it was going to be a big crowd. I came for, uh, what do you call it, like a, a session yesterday just to see the tracks, see the setup. But it's, you can't even prepare for it to be being nearly full. Like, it was just insane. And so it was lane three, so they walked me out first. And I was like, wow, okay, this is it, it's happening. But slow time, but oh well, you know, I didn't think anyone ran any extremely rapid times be that because of the wind or whatever other reasons but there's definitely just just two ten days ago i ran a second quicker than that so it's in me i just didn't execute this race clearly yeah i saw you having a chat with uh, dale just before the race waving to a few people i mean it's what's going through your mind when you're in your blocks in the blocks i just think about two things that i want to happen in the race you know, and I find if those two things, the only thing circling through my head, it means those two things will go right. And it means I don't lose my head in the blocks. I'm not constantly thinking about this, that, who's in the crowd, how many people are watching. It's just, you know, outside of the lane, fast into each other. And that's just cycling, cycling, cycling. And then it keeps me focused. on the straight and narrow, literally. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, obviously, you've, you know, you, you've come on leaps and bounds in the last couple of years. As you say, not quite the time that maybe you're capable of tonight, but yeah. just put this kind of experience into context for you. I mean, is this the biggest night that, that you've been involved in so far? Yeah, and I was just saying before that there is, I'm not saying that's all this trip has been good for, but it is true to say that your first, from what well, Tom Juice and Dale and I and other coaches, other athletes that are older me have been saying, like, the first time you go to a competition like this, it's a bit what's going on and then it's the second time you go that you're a bit in your stride oh i know what's going on here and you can get down to business a bit quicker so i think there's a certain element of that as well a bit of just like maybe slightly out of my depth at the moment and then you know next time i come to an event like this i'll be used to that i doubt i'll see 20,000 plus people in one place anytime soon so so that was the evening session earlier on in the day another athlete who's had a very troubled injury hit build up joe chadwick you might remember he absolutely blitzed the indoor season a few months ago he was in fantastic form but he hadn't run outdoors over 100 meters for three years i think gibraltar 2019 when he won island games gold um, was the last time he competed over the distance but he got his injury rehab done he made it to the start line and he set a new island record, 10.60, beating Tom Druce's 10.66, which was set a full decade ago. So another one of Tom Druce's records going. Uh, the Guernsey coach in the stands to watch it. I saw him afterwards. He had a smile on his face. He wasn't too uh, begrudging about it. As for Joe Chadwick, he's obviously a man with very high standards. He wanted more from this competition, but it seemed like he couldn't fault the experience. Obviously, it's difficult to not be negative about it. And like, as a competitor, all you want to do is go out there and perform at your best. Like, it's my first hundred meters in two years. Like, it's 
but clearly not an ideal lead up. But yeah, mate, do, do, honestly, like with all the negativity leading up to the games, like I came out here, I looked at the crowd and I thought, yeah. wow, this is sick. Do you know what I mean? Like, no matter what, the experience is fun. And I'm not someone for the experience, do you know what I mean? Like, I want to go out and compete, do well, and put times down. But like, even I kind of came out and thought, yeah, it's pretty cool. So <laughs> I'm happy that I didn't completely explode like in the race and I finished, do you know what I mean? So yeah, don't get me wrong, I hated losing. Like, I don't care who's in the race. Like, if you're a competitor and just don't step on the track to win, like, I don't know what you're doing. So like for me personally, obviously I wouldn't say I've like exhausted all my opportunities, but like no, it's still fun, man. I've got myself. Yeah, yeah, you mentioned just what the extra lift you got from here. How special is it just to play against you in a Commonwealth Games or even something? Mate, I mean, like like everyone says, you know, this is like the highest level you can compete for Guernsey. And like, you know, the team supported me so much throughout such a difficult year. So without them, there's absolutely no chance I'll be on the start line today. Like, yeah, no, it's uh, just appreciating like running for such a small island and how everyone has their back and stuff you know we know everyone that's on the team and yeah we just support each other it's a good it's a good vibe man yeah it's yeah, good fantastic. so that was it for the athletics on tuesday Allah's brother cameron uh, goes in the 400 meter heats on wednesday lunchtime we'll be watching that one very closely and i think he perhaps hasn't had the best build-up but you can guarantee we'll give everything for the guernsey vest um, over at Sandwell Aquatic Centre on Tuesday, we had a host of swimmers in action again. The final day in the pool on Wednesday, we'll be catching up with them for a full debrief. At Victoria Park, the bowls continued. Lucy Beer didn't have much time to enjoy that singles silver medal. She was back on the rink, this time alongside Rose Ogier in the women's pairs. Defeat for them narrowly in the opening match in their section uh, to Malaysia. They faced the Cook Islands and Malta. Um, for a place in the next round on Wednesday. Todd Prio also involved in the singles competition. And Wednesday is a very busy day for Team Guernsey. The mountain bikers go up at Canuck Chase. Mike Serafin and James Rowe going for Guernsey in the cross country. That'll be an exciting one to watch. Team Guernsey's badminton campaign also gets underway. Emily Trebear facing an opponent from Mauritius in the women's singles round of 64. But the big focus, really, as far as Team Guernsey is concerned, is that the boxing, Billy LePoulin, the Alderney assassin, uh, takes on England's Lewis Richardson in the quarterfinals of the middleweight division. He goes at three o'clock. A win would guarantee him a bronze medal. Wouldn't it be extraordinary if Guernsey, after 28 years of waiting for one medal, could win a second one in the space of a couple of days? He got through that opening bout, looked much more convincing, I have to say, than the judges seem to think. Um, it was a really good performance from Billy. Well, here's what Billy's coach, Ben Duff, told me after his victory on Sunday. It was a good fight. Um, Billy boxed well. Um, he to, he, I think, thought he dealt well with the opponent's range. And, uh, he was six foot three, but he did a good job of stalking him down and being positive on his front foot and taking the fight to him. So I thought, yeah, I thought it was a good, good performance there. The disappointment of Gold Coast four years ago, just to get in that ring and win today. How much does that mean to you guys as a camp? Right? Yeah, definitely. He's now he's now got that win, and let's see how far we can progress. We have, yeah, we saw the um, the fight before uh, the English guy, massive atmosphere. That's who's yeah, next. that's who he's boxing yeah. next. Yeah, yeah. Um, we've got a couple of days, so we really just see how he is after this, dude. And um, we, we'll sort of go away and have a look at a few things. Um, not much can really change in a couple of days, so it's just sort of ticking over and making sure he's well, well recovered after today, and uh, and we'll do a recovery as well. Yeah. Brilliant. Just finally, as a coach, how much has it been to you? Yes. Well, this is the biggest stage we can can box on, box on. So it's uh, 
get get a res result in his first fight here. That's a yeah, great achievement. Really, really proud. Really proud of Billy as well. So Billy will be fighting Team England's Lewis Richardson. I saw his opening bout as well on Sunday. Given he's a home fighter, the atmosphere was absolutely electric. So expecting it to be the same at the NEC on Wednesday afternoon. All the best to Billy. He's got a huge amount of support from Alderney, from Guernsey and from relatives here in Birmingham, where, of course, he was born. Um, it's going to be a fantastic one. We'll have some reaction to it on our next pod update tomorrow. Of course, stay tuned to all our social media channels, Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at GSY Press Sport is the place to go. Um, updates throughout the day and for full comprehensive coverage of the Commonwealth Games, do pick up a copy of the Guernsey Press every day this week. For now, from Birmingham, take care. <laughs> <laughs>